Have you ever wondered how in the world does Melissa run her business on the back end? How does she stay so organized and really win the game when it comes to the digital space online? You guys are not going to want to miss this episode because what you're going to learn today is the difference between a true visionary and a true integrator and how when they come together, magic happens and multi-million dollar businesses are built. You guys, Jackie Dinowit is my director of operations. She has been with me for over three years now. And if it wasn't for her, my business would not be integrated seamlessly the way it is. We would not have the reach or the scale that we have today. My recommendation for all of you who are solopreneurs, newer entrepreneurs, who are visionaries, or you're even wondering what the heck is a visionary, you need to listen to this episode so that you can learn about the difference between visionaries and integrators and the importance of having both in business. And I hope this really encourages you to look at your skill sets and ask yourself, you may actually be the integrator and you need a visionary. It could be one or the other. But I think that you'll really enjoy taking a peek behind the curtain today with Miss Jackie and her expertise that she brings to the table with Team Burnout to All Out. So hope you guys enjoy it. Need some effective tactical advice that actually helps you get results and makes a real difference in your life and business? You've come to the right place. If you're finding yourself here today, it means you're getting ready to gain serious traction in your business, rapidly multiply your income and impact, and you're ready to make it happen while living all out. Guys, I'm Melissa Hanault, your trustworthy corporate dropout turned six-figure business burnout turned happy and healthy CEO of a multi-million dollar online business. And you're listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. On this show, we're serving up innovative growth strategies, simple implementation methods to put them into practice, and action-stimulating inspiration tailored specifically for the modern entrepreneur. Let's dive in. All right, we are live on the Burnout to All Out show with Director of Operations, Miss Jackie Dinowit. Hello, hello. Hey. You guys, I'm so excited to interview Jackie today. She is the brains behind the business. <laughs> this is going to be a fun interview, Jackie. Just let me start by saying that Jackie is our absolute, many of you know or understand, some of you have read the book Traction, right? There's the yin and the yang in business, right? You can't be the integrator and the visionary forever. And you can't be the integrator and the visionary and have a business really take off, right? You have to find separate footings in these roles to really make a business take off. And I, I really want to kick off this interview with you, Jackie, with this concept, because I think that as our listeners listen to this interview today, I think you guys will really realize that yin and yang, that Jackie is truly the integrator and I'm really the visionary and it's having the universe bringing us together is <laughs> truly what's allowed this business to scale. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody calls us the yin and the yang. If you know us, like we're yin and yang. <laughs> Absolutely. And actually... 
let me talk about your like formal bio. And then before we get into kind of our journey together and your role and and what you've done, let's talk about our Enneagram types, because I think this really helps explain, you know, like how this relationship works so well. So Background around Jackie. She's the director of operations for Team Burnout to All Out, but she's also certified director of operations, which she got this year. We're going to talk about this, how you've like continually learning. Certified Kajabi expert and a fractional CMO, as well as a certified master marketer. And she's certified in offer creation, conversion copywriting, and funnel design. So Having rattled that off, I hope you guys are hearing that this is Jackie's part in my business is a huge piece of all these certifications, right? And she spent the last several years building her own businesses and helping all levels of business owners from just starting out, which is where we were three years ago, to eight figures and put smart systems into place to help them scale quickly. The experience she brings to the table from working in over 150 launches keeps her on the cutting edge of what's working today. And when not working on the back end of her business, she loves spending time with her family, reading, getting outdoors and volunteering and with animal rescue. I know she's got a lot of fur babies. Yes. (laughs) So that's a little bit of the background about Jackie. Now, Jackie, before we get into our journey together, because I think these guys are really going to be interested in how this relationship has evolved. Let's just talk about our Enneagram type. So what is your Enneagram type? type. So I am a, an Enneagram one, which is also known as the perfectionist, or I was reading Tracy O'Malley's book this morning and she calls it the sheriff, which I think is really funny and really like appropriate to our conversation, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So can you delve a little bit into what that means as far as the characteristics of an Enneagram one? Cause I am an eight. So we are like Totally different. So they are totally different. So, I mean, I like all things order. I like to take chaos and make it in order. And so that comes to play in the systems that I bring in and everything that I do. Like, I'm a checklist person. I tell everybody this. Like, I love to see the check in the box on a checklist. I love seeing things a mile ahead too and creating a checklist for it and making sure that everything is planned the whole way through. And I think that's been a big part of why everything has been so successful with. Absolutely. I mean, people come to us like, how are you guys launching so well? How are you getting the crazy numbers that you're getting? And I think back to every success story, it looks like an overnight success. But what people don't realize is like you and I was it was two Christmases ago, I feel like we sat down with that launch list. Oh, yeah. got wildly organized. You took the wheel, right? You got out the Asana board. We broke down every person's role during launch and you assigned individual tasks. It wasn't just launch. It was for so many things. I remember that. And that came from a place of chaos because everybody (laughs) thinks that business is like, oh, it's all sunshine and roses. No, it isn't. It was not. And so that evolution came from total chaos and us having to evolve. Yes. Well, you and I hear a lot of people say, oh my gosh, launching is so exhausting. I just can't do it. Like there is a level of stress around launch, but what I want to kind of piggyback on that is I think our launches have gotten pretty fucking seamless and easy because you and I slowed down and you created such mass organization that you guys, Jackie and I went on a mastermind event retreat the week before launch, yeah, we were gone. She and I 
We're gone, totally out to lunch the entire week before launch and came home on a, like a Friday or a Saturday and started launch on Monday. And we did what? Over half a million dollars in sales. Yeah. I mean, that (laughs) says a lot (laughs) to how systematized we've gotten. And, And it really is like, once you have a system for launching, I don't feel like everybody's like, oh, you, it's launch time. You must be so stressed. Everybody says that to me. And I'm like, no, like we've got this, like everything is run. So like in such an organized fashion, everybody's in their lane, which is hugely important. Yeah. And everybody knows what to do and yeah. it's all done way ahead of time too. Yes. So that's the video. And you'll appreciate this. I've actually gotten so conditioned to launching and I've gotten so conditioned to the organization around it and what I need to do when I need to do it, that since we cleared out our calendar and are just creating right now, I'm kind of like, I'm in a, like, sometimes I feel lost. Because- I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're not like on a, a the straight and narrow right now, like yeah. we're in the creative zone. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. We're creating new things because of Jackie. And I will say, Jackie, you are the integrator and we'll get into this. We're going to talk about the evolution of your role, but you're also a visionary within where we're headed from an integration standpoint, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, I think in this role and I think really successful integrators, and I'm going to make a blanket statement because I think it's important, but if you can see the clear vision of the company, I have been in so many organizations where the director of operations just sees things so linearly, like in that checklist form without having, like taking a look a mile ahead and anticipating things. And I know I do this too all the time. I text you and I'm like, we need to be thinking about this. We need to be thinking about this. And like, this is going to be happening before we know it and all of the things you have to be seeing things at that trajectory for things to be truly successful. Because if you take things one by one, check, check, check without seeing the big picture, yes, it's not going to work. 100%. And I will say, and that's probably one of a million things that you and I are very similar in. You and I like to operate weeks in advance. Totally of everything. Like we like to be way ahead. You know, these people who come to me and they're like, I think I'm going to rough put a launch together and I'm going to do it in a week. Know. You know, I'm <laughs> like, <just> like oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. I no know. wonder you're exhausted and stressed out when you launch, right? Yeah. Like we're already planning for our July 28th launch, like now, right? Like you were just talking yesterday today. You're like, I need to clear my calendar next week to do these things, to get ready for like our freaking late July, early August launch. Like that's how organized you are. Well, so let's talk about the journey of your role. And then maybe some, we'll get into some of your zones of genius to give these guys some insights around launch and marketing and stuff, but how we connect, right? I think I want to share our story because I want to give a vision for people on how they can potentially run into and connect with other humans that are like you and I to, to create businesses together. But where did it all start for you and I? I know the story, but where did it start for you from your perspective? <laughs> well, in a Facebook group, I remember Julie Ciardi and yes. uh, referred uh-huh. me to you. And then I remember our first, we had a phone call, like a, an actual phone call. And you're like, oh, it's just going to be this and this and this and this. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds fine. And it was mostly like tech stuff. Like course, it was like course creation. Like yeah. I was about to sell my first LinkedIn Method Academy. Little did we know that that was not all. Like right after that launch, everything just kind of just exploded into, oh, we need to create this and we need to do this. And then 
I mean, there was so, it was fun. Like it was such a fun period of creating and evolving. There was a bit of stress and in that type of role that total hot mess. But I'm in like, you can't, that scares you. This is not the role for you. You have to be able to take chaos, take things as they come and make the best lemonade out of it that you possibly can. Well, and you were very patient with the chaos. I'm curious if where you've evolved to today, would you even consider working with an entrepreneur who was where I was three years ago again? No, (laughs) definitely not. Absolutely not. You know, I mean, patience is in my nature and everybody in our programs will tell you that I'm the most patient person. And for a person that explains the things that I do, which are pretty complex, I am very patient and I have my parents to thank for that for sure. That's so awesome. Well, and I will say you've evolved and grown with the business. Oh my gosh. We're like, we're different people than we were three years. I was just telling people that to go look at old videos of me and look at like the night day, like total difference. Yeah. Well, and you know, just to kind of cast a vision for people of what Jackie jumped into, like I had never launched my academy before. I had just joined this mastermind where I'd met her that gave me the concept of launching this like six month academy. And literally overnight within a matter of days, I can't even remember, we sold like I don't know. We had like 70 new clients come in. It was something insane. There were like two simultaneous things that you were putting together because remember there was that that contract with uh, Isogenics. Yes. So So yeah, Jackie came in. I was like, I'm just starting, but it's okay. I don't really know what I'm doing. And then in less than a month, we had done like 260,000 in sales, had two massive projects, had courses we needed to build out. You were like, we hadn't built it, but we'd sold it. We didn't have an onboarding process, no like nurture email to welcome them in, like nothing. And Jackie had the patience of Job and we like literally were putting the cart, the wheels on the cart. I tell everybody that you say that because it was true, like absolutely true. I mean, things were, we were going full speed ahead, but we were putting that cart together as we were going. Yes. And like, I didn't really have a website at that point. It was just when I Mm -hmm. had made. Yeah, I know. And I was so, like, well, we got to get this taken care of. And I'm like, oh, we got to do this, this yeah. and this. And so that's where the prioritizing comes yes. in. So that was the first year was a rocket ship. And you and I learned there were people who couldn't handle it and they oh, yeah. had to jump off the rocket ship. And we just held on for dear life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Through all of the ups and downs, because it was, they say that all the time. Entrepreneurship is not linear. It is not. It is truly like crazy. And if you can't take that craziness, it's not for you. Well, so during that year, you know, those were your first kind of steps into being an integrator and even a project manager in that you really took ownership of a lot of different things organizationally with the calendar from a backend integration. Like what was that you really helped me improve the client experience, right? Because before you came on, I had no process and you were like, we have to change the way the emotional, like how these people feel the moment they purchase. Like you were the visionary of like the whole customer journey to purchase, to onboarding. Can you speak to that a little bit? Because I think it's really impacted our brand and client retention. It really has. And we get complimented on it all the time as our processes. We've even brought it into launch, Mm -hmm. the processes and the experience, because after we were able to get the programs 
running in a certain way, we were able to bring that experience into the launch, which for me is why I think so many people are so drawn to the whole launching process that we do and come into our programs. But for the programs, like the whole, I knew, I knew that we had to get things out there, but I knew that people, people's experiences, I said this on a call the other day, most of the time when people buy courses or programs, they don't complete them. They don't get involved in them. And we have created a community over the past few years that is so involved, like raving fans, people that love our community, a community of people that are excited to get on calls with us, excited to work with us. And that is not by chance. Yeah. That is by the systems and processes that we have built in to make this such a bulletproof program, like the whole thing, everything in there, everything is intentional and everything is designed in such a way to make people want to be raving fans. And it's why we've been able to evolve more programs out of it. Yes. So true. I mean, I can definitely recall a number of people joining our LinkedIn Method Academy and point blank saying to me, I'm joining. I want to learn about LinkedIn, but I'm just so impressed with how you run your business that I'm joining because I just want to learn how to run my business. Right. 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 Or people that ask me on calls, how do I get a Jackie? And I'm like, yeah, 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 totally. Okay. So the first year was really about, well, part of it was proof of concept, right? Like the first year of us together was building an offer that we could sell over and over and over again. And I think this is really important, right? We didn't start throwing a bunch of stuff out there. We build an offer and then try, you know, continue to fine tune how we marketed it. You really helped graphically change. Like from a graphic standpoint, you totally overhauled the, like what the business looked like, what the brand looked like so that we were pivoting towards a multi-million dollar brand. We didn't want to be a janky slap together, you know, brand that we had initially put together. Do you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, kind of knew that where we were at we had to evolve the look, but I think so many people, when you start launching things, you like that first launch that doesn't work, you're like, Oh, I'm going to go to something else. I'm going to do something else. Mm -hmm. That is the big mistake. That is the non-consistency. And we learned that from Kelly Roach. And I think I credit her to it. And I mean, if you go from thing to thing to thing, people will not know what you stand for. They will, it confused minds don't buy. And when you create chaos in your ecosystem, nobody's going to buy. 100%. I think that's where you and I were really grounded and like putting our rooting our feet in the ground and being like, this is what we're standing for. This is what we're doing now. One of the things that evolved during that year is realizing you were actually really good at coaching too. Yeah, I know. Who knew? I would have, if you would have asked me that 10 years ago, I would have been like, no, but I guess it makes sense. Cause I do love, I wake up every day. So excited that I get to make such an impact on people's lives. It, yeah. it feels so good. Mm-hmm. And I have you to thank for discovering that. And I absolutely love being able to pour into our clients and impact their lives in such a good way. Oh, and they love you without a shadow of a doubt. And I think this is another really phenomenal thing is it is really, and this is something I learned from Chris Harder. It's really important to have that right-hand person that Jackie, I can hundred percent count on her. If I'm on vacation in St. John, 
she's running the calls, right? When she's out spending time with her family, I'm running the calls, but it's really awesome to have someone who's so entrenched in your business that they are a 100% like on brand knowledge representation that you can count on, right? Yeah. And you and our clients love you and they sense the compassion and the eagerness to serve, right? And help them succeed. The other thing I think that's really critical for that I've seen from the outside, or I guess it's the inside, but inside of our business, outside me to you, is your eagerness to continue to learn, right? So Jackie's always coming to me earlier this year. She's like, I joined this marketing mastermind. I'm like, awesome. Last year, she's like, I'm getting the certification as an operations director. It's like, you know, fine. If you're in the entrepreneurial space where things are ever evolving, would you agree that it's really important to partner yourself with people who have that same oh continuous eagerness to learn and apply. Yes. You can't go through this type of experience, the entrepreneur experience without evolving yourself, mm -hmm. everything. And if you look back at any of the big successful entrepreneurs out there and go look at like their Instagrams and look at, go scroll to the bottom and look all the way up. Everybody's in evolution and it's yeah. because they've invested in themselves mm -hmm. and not just invested in themselves professionally, but also mentally, the yes. mental investment. That's a big thing that I've really taken from you and kind of run with is, you know, improving myself, not just professionally, but also my mental well-being. Yes. And it's huge. Yeah. If you're around me long enough, I'm going to force it on you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I did think you were crazy in the beginning. Not going to lie. <laughs> well, and so there was something I was going to hit on there that I think is really important. And it's around, I'm trying to think of where I was going with this, but it was around personal development and learning. Oh, this is what I was going to say. And this is, again, I attribute Kelly to this. Kelly Roche, who was a mentor of mine and yours. We were both in the same mastermind. And Kelly said that as your business grows, there will be people on your team who grow with you and there's people you will outgrow, right? And so what I have felt and experienced with you over the last three years is with every growth in the business, you have totally matched that energy and just continued to grow and grow and grow. And I think this is a really important thing to point out is that when you're growing your business, there's going to be some people who have the capacity and want to grow with you. And there's going to be some people that you have to cut ties with when it's not that you have a bad relationship with them or that they're a bad performer. It's quite honestly, they performed great when the business was a six-figure business, but yeah. they don't have the capacity at the larger scale, right? Like, have yeah. you seen that happen before? Oh, yeah. And it's okay. And I think that's the thing that you have to be okay with that. I see people that try to hold on for dear life to people that do not serve them anymore. I mean, that's one of the big things with business is being okay with letting them go. And what I have seen is when those people go, they go on to do great things because they weren't meant to be there. And if you're honest with yourself, you'll realize that. And it's an evolution for both of you in the best way possible. 100%. And I, you know, I think it's that common statement that what got you here is not going to get you there, right? right? So if your key talent continues to do what they've always done, and you continue to do what you've always done, you'll eventually hit your lid unless you and your talent are investing in continuing to raise your own lid, which you and I are constantly doing, right? Yep. And our team is. Yes. <laughs> like everybody, like everybody is. And it's, it's such a great experience to be in a group of people that like, light you up. And I wish that for everybody and being as 
around in this space as I am. I know it doesn't exist, which I tell you that all the time. Like we truly have an amazing thing and we have such an incredible team led by you that it's just magical. And I wish that for everybody. Well, you guys make it easy. I think about this a lot. I tell you guys a lot, but I just, I feel like the universe kind of brought all of us together. Yeah with our key like strengths so that we can come together and serve at a higher level and make larger impact, you know? So it's the perfect little bubble. So that was kind of year two. Now we're into year three. You know, a lot of what you're, we're going to sit down later this week. Jackie's on the back end tactically. We're again at every level in the business scales. How is the CEO? Am I keeping my hands on the finger of the pulse of the business? There's one thing I learned in corporate is that you should never have more than seven to eight people report to you ever at one time, or you're spread too thin as a leader, right? And so Jackie, as we've scaled and we've brought on more and more team members is helping build out this metric board, right? We're going to talk about this on Friday, but so that the team can check in on Fridays and I can get a quick glance and, you know, where people are, what were their challenges in getting through their tasks? How can we can support them? Can you speak a little bit to that piece of the organization of our business? Yeah. I mean, I think we've been trying to evolve this, but as your business grows in the beginning years, like you, like you said, people fall off. So, you know, Now I feel like we're at a really great place where we can really start carving out these systems and carving out these processes for people, SOPs, as you would call them. Mm -hmm. And I have to credit my director of operations training for really showing me great ways to do this, surrounding me with great people who do this and also our mastermind, like people like Justin and showing us that none of this all comes from us because we had to learn these things. So learn them and apply them. And that's where we're at now with the SOPs. And I think it's just going to make our capability to scale into the next level that much easier. That's what we did before with launching. And now we're doing that with overall systems. 100%. And I think Matt, I, I, I was interviewing someone about this the other day and it's true. I think it, you know, a six-figure business is, operates differently than a seven-figure business. A multiple seven-figure business operates differently than a seven-figure business. And scaling up to that eight figures, like you have to continue to upgrade how you're running your business if you really want to get to that level. Or there's just mass bottleneck that's going to keep you, right? Yeah. And then things just stop working the way that they were supposed to. And Mm -hmm. this is where things start going wrong in businesses as you're evolving through those different phases. And if you aren't willing to do the work, if you like us moving systems and doing the things that we're doing now, they're quite Herculean tasks (laughs) and we're doing it because we know that the prize is to have that ease that we have like with our launching. Yeah. And so that's another thing I wanted to speak to is, again, I told you, I told Jackie, I had this dream, not like I mean, two or three months ago. And I had this vision. I was like up in the matrix, like the digital matrix. And I had this vision that like the way we were going to win this year, because my whole thing is, is to be happy, healthy and wealthy. So like, if you guys followed me long enough, it's like, how can we not work harder, but work smarter and have more harmony in our lives and be healthy and happy. Right. And I had this vision. I'm like, cause we have great products. We have great services. I'm like, we're going to win the game this year in the matrix and the digital matrix. He who can win the game on the back end systematically and from a tech perspective in 2023 wins. Like you can have a phenomenal offer. You can have all the energy in the world. I can be the best presenter in the world, but if I don't have someone like Jackie to help me optimize, systematize, 
and get out there, like we'll never scale the way we want to. And so that brings me to your vision. You've been trying to bring it to me for the past. Well, there's two things actually. Let me, let me back up. One is scaling launches, right? Like we had never done a multiple six figure launch until this year. They were all six figure launches, right? Yeah. So I invested in Chris Harder, joined his mastermind. Now you've invested in his mastermind. You're in there with yep. me. And he's like blown our mind that we can make way more money and do way less launches if we just lean in, right? But what we learned is that when you bring in the masses, you have to have a way to manage them. So Jackie, do you want to talk a little bit about this Herculean shift we're making with HubSpot and how you're helping us with that right now to, as a CRM, as a to manage our leads that are coming through? Yeah. I mean, before this, traditionally, I mean, the processes that we learned from Kelly Roach initially involved a Google Sheet to track everything. And that works for a time. And it works until it doesn't work until like you get all of your team telling you like, oh my gosh, I don't know where anything is. I don't know what to update. Or you get somebody coming in and like, love George, but like updating everything, not the right way. So you have to evolve. And so moving into HubSpot, it's been, there's a lot of integrations that have to happen. There's a lot of moves that have to happen and figuring out the right process that works for our team is really important to me. It's just, it's the same way with the customer experience, figuring out the customer experience that works for our clients in the best way and optimizes their experience is what needs to happen on the front end. But on the back end, that needs to happen too. So that your team has the best experience using the systems that you set up or they won't use them or they won't use them properly. So navigating that whole process has been a lot, but we're about to see a big payoff here. 100%. And I'm going to sound like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I do this a lot. And it's actually just because I speak truth. So like I said before, Jackie is already next week working on optimizing this CRM that we've invested in, in May making sure over the next couple of weeks, it is ready to turn on for our launch in late July. So this comes with the planning piece. Now, this is where I'm going to sound like I'm talking out both sides of my mouth. We come prepared when we have time to be prepared, but we don't use the lack of time as an excuse not to take action. So where I want to go with that is rewind back to Jackie and I with our last launch, being at that mastermind for a week, as a matter of fact, right? We had already invested in HubSpot. And because I knew it was going to be a trial launch with platform, right? We knew that we only had so much runway to learn this new CRM. We only had so much runway to train our social sellers, but we knew that if we didn't just rip off the bandaid and do it and learn as we went, we would never get started, right? So where I'm going with that is if there's an action you need to take and you're telling yourself, I'm not ready, I need to be more prepared. Not the right time, all yeah. that stuff. You yeah. learn as you go and then you optimize for the next launch because we have so many great ideas on how to maximize now and pour rocket fuel like on this upcoming launch, right? Yeah, but it was absolutely necessary to do it. And one thing I will say about you that doesn't exist in most people that I see is your willingness to invest in systems that will make you better. And you're like, let's do it. Like, and that's not taking anything lightly or like investing in things that aren't, you know, like that aren't really going to have a good payoff, but you're not afraid to invest in those things. And that's really a big differentiator for in my opinion, between people that keep moving and go up into the higher right. ranks than people that stay stuck where they are. Absolutely. Well, I love that you pointed that out because that was my biggest vision last year that I'm continuing to work on is like, if I want this to become an eight-figure business, I have to think 
and operate and act like an eight figure owner, not the seven figure owner. Absolutely. So if we want to go to eight figures, then we must invest in the platform that the eight figure earners use, right? To scale, right? Yeah. I love that. Okay. So the last thing I wanted to ask you about is that these guys might love. So Jackie's been like knocking on the door with me for over a year saying, we need to build a funnel. You need a funnel. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't understand it. If I don't understand it, I have a hard time getting behind it. We're finally doing it. And I want you to speak a little bit to this and you guys will watch this unfold because we're, I'm not, she knows what she's doing. I'm just doing what I'm told. So we're going to see it unfold over the next couple of months. But can you share with everybody what we're playing with now and the role and responsibility you have in that piece of it? Yeah. So I've always in a lot of ways, I've been thinking a lot ahead in the business and customer journey and like the overall customer journey map and the value ladder are really important to me. So when people typically are in business, I find that they bring people through and they leave them stuck at a spot that they can't move past. Mm-hmm. And if you don't evolve your business, that's how it goes. So we have this the LinkedIn Method Academy, this great thing in the center of our ecosystem. But the path to get there is tough for some people. So I wanted to create something that would help people get there and would also give people that maybe didn't have the funds to invest in it right there a quick win to leave them aspiring to be in other places in our ecosystem. So that's where the funnel evolved. And that's where the entire evolution of our customer journey is going to start exploding this Mm -hmm. year. And it's really exciting. And I know it took you a while because you were so ingrained in that one offer, one launch type of a thing. And that's not bad. It's good, but eventually you have to break out of that. Yep. Totally. Well, and I'll also say us having audacious launch goals that created the breathing room to not have to launch again for a long time. I mean, you know, my thing as the CEO is I'm also the CFO, really. I have a fractional CFO, but I ultimately make all the financial decisions in the business. And so I wanted to make sure that we created a large enough revenue runway for a number of months based off our launch to give us time to play in this funnel space where now I feel a little bit lost because I'm not in launch mode, but that's okay. right? <laughs> um, but it's so fun. And we're already yeah. having such tremendous success with it. I think it's just, it's so fun. And yes. this kind of stuff to me truly is what makes business fun. Like strategizing about this stuff, evolving things. It's truly like a joy to be able to create this stuff. And for me to create systems for it as nerdy as that sounds. Yes. Oh, I know you're the creative on the inside for sure. So Couple of questions for you for just being, you know, the expert that you are. What are some of the top mistakes that entrepreneurs are making right now when it comes to marketing their offers online? Well, switching it up, number one. Like that's the thing. Absolutely. Switching it up. That's the big thing. The next thing is building out things completely before you truly understand what your audience wants. And we talk about this a lot in our different programs, but A lot of people will go and it's awesome and you create this big old course and everything, but like you haven't tested your market for it yet and made sure that like what you're creating is something that they really want. So it's actually a total waste of your time. Right. So, you know, confusing your audience and that I think are the biggest mistakes that people make in addition to also trying to be exactly like everyone else and not speaking their truth. I think that's another thing that I see. Totally. 
Totally. Which you really speak your truth, which is a good thing. Yeah. Enneagram yeah. eight. <laughs> uh, yes. I attract and I repel pretty well. There's really nowhere in between with me. Yeah. And so and we didn't really talk about my Enneagram, but that's the thing is I'm an eight for those of you who are like, well, what is Melissa? And I am very much purpose-driven. I'm a bulldozer. I'm just going to get- the bull in the china shop. Yes. <laughs> I come in, I'm like the tornado and then I'm out. And Jackie's like, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? But I am very directional in that if I set my sights on getting something done, we will get it done. You're I also, also direct in your communication. Yeah. And that's so important. That I will say is another big miss in this world that we're in is people not communicating directly. Like mm-hmm. you communicate exactly what's on your mind. There's no gray area. There's no guessing. There's so little red tape in your business for people to have to walk through. That is so refreshing and amazing. And it's because of how direct you are. Yeah. Well, thank you. I think some people appreciate it. I probably. Yeah. You you do offend some people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But when you get to know me, you know, it's all in good in, in good nature. Where are we headed in 2024 as an online business owner? What is one of maybe one or two of the biggest things that people can be doing to be successful online as a service-based entrepreneur? So going back to be, be consistent with what you're offering and try, you know, and we talk about this in the academy and all the other things that we offer, but if you're going to hire and if you're looking to bring on somebody that could potentially be like me or could potentially, cause I wasn't your integrator when I first started with you and okay with starting out with somebody at a lower level, but take a look and see, do they want to run with you? And because if they don't want to run with you, and if you have people so compartmentalized and all they're worried about is their thing, it's difficult to make that work. So really taking the time and looking for somebody that wants to run with you, even in a small capacity to start is going to make your life so much better. Like to have that cheerleader with you and the person that when systems break down and we have to get on and call at midnight for something, which we've done, (laughs) but like that person that will be there and do that for you, they do exist and it's worth finding them. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. And so true. And you've just become one of my dearest friends, right? I just really enjoy spending time with you and doing business with you, which is very different than corporate America, you know? (laughs) Oh yeah, it is. (laughs) So good. Okay. Well, as we're wrapping, I love to ask this question, Jackie. So what are you reading right now? So I think I sent you a picture. I'm reading a book called Outlive the Art and Science of Longevity by Peter Attila. And it is about longevity and a lot of the things that you like to talk Mm -hmm. about, but it's about my health because that's what I'm focused on right now. This 2023 is my year of resilience and building my resilience toolkit. And that's not only with my health, but with business and everything. So I'm always, I try to read a business type book in coordination with a health book, but my, this book is like this big. So it's my focus right now. Oh my God. That's so funny. We're, I didn't know that about you and I'm the exact same. Like I, and it depends on the time of day, which book I'm reading. Cause Jake's like, how do you read more than one book at a time? And I'm like, well, I have my personal development, like woo stuff. And I have my business strategy and I, I read this when I'm going to bed and I read this in the morning when I'm exactly. drinking. That's exactly <laughs> what I do. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Well, Jackie, this has been awesome. Any final parting words with folks as we're wrapping up this podcast? 
thoughts, comments on being enrolled? I would just say, if you are struggling, keep going. Like the difference between you getting there and not getting there is just not giving up. And I see so many people, even people in our program, sadly, people that just throw in the towel and just give up, don't give up. Like there's always a solution and be willing to invest in yourself to get there because that's really the key. Yes. So good. So good. Well, thank you for jumping on the podcast today. If any, where can people come find you, Jackie? Come find me on LinkedIn. Come find her on LinkedIn. All right. Well, with that, we'll call it a wrap. Thanks guys so much for listening in on today's podcast episode. I can't wait for you to see my upcoming guest in the next episode. You are going to love this keynote speaker. Hey, here's the deal. If you liked this, please subscribe and leave a review. And you want the latest online business growth strategies and exclusive LinkedIn pro tips sent straight to your phone? Text the word updates to one 310 7171. Again, text the word updates to 1833-310-7171. Can't wait to see you guys. Come find me over on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you like to hang. I uh, cannot wait to hear how you are enjoying and applying what you're learning. You guys reach out to me over on social because I love hearing what's resonating with you. When you reach out to me and you send me those personal DMs, they really do impact the content I continue to bring forward to you. So again, come find me, Melissa underscore Hinault over on Instagram, Melissa Hinault over on LinkedIn and Facebook. Can't wait to see you guys over there.